0: Welcome, listener. How are you doing today? We're glad you're doing well. First of all, I want to take this time on Aaron's show to wish you all a very happy and very safe um, Labor Day. If you are um, in my group from the United States, some of you are listening to our podcast from Great Britain. Uh, Others are from Canada and a lot of you, most of you are from the United States. So happy Labor Day. The other thing is if you're down in the southeast in states like Georgia or Florida or even if you happen to be a listener um, from maybe who's maybe living in one of the islands, stay safe. And uh, hopefully Hurricane Dorian will not uh, end up being too bad, hopefully. So either way, stay in and I guess listen to podcasts like this one. Okay, um, the other thing that I forgot to mention Um, In my last show Or, well, I don't know if I forgot to mention it, but I'm mentioning it now Um, If you do not want to listen to Aaron's show on Anchor, that is fine Because we are also broadcasting on Spotify Google Google Podcasts and Radio Public So I thought you should have that info (coughs) Alright Although last time we spoke about a very interesting issue about robots and things. Today we're going to talk about something a little bit more serious. There is a blind YouTuber who produces all sorts of content and she had an idea for a video which was to basically talk about her top five peeves or her top five Annoying things are basically the the main things that you should never say to a blind person. Ordinarily, I would not... I would not copy a YouTuber. But I am suspicious... That because these five things or these issues are... So annoying and so serious in the blindness community... That I don't think she would mind if I talk about it. Because really doesn't hurt. Everyone needs to hear... A version of these of these ideas. By the way, Nani, we're on our on our walk, by the way. I hope you enjoy the out, the outdoor experience of this podcast. I think that's a really good feature. So let me just wait a moment here. Okay. The first thing that's the first issue is something that you should never say to anybody, whether they're blind or not, which is that this Um, have you what is your diet or have you seen a nutritionist? So what is your diet, or have you seen a nutritionist? I, I will tell you that, number one, my diet is healthy. I eat. Um, lately, I've been eating a lot of organic food and organic products. Um, my mother was doing a lot of research, actually, um, about this issue of food. And it's becoming very well known that the food that we are eating um, in America is not always healthy. So my mother has looked into buying a lot more organic food and natural food, and I think I think it's delicious. So we have we have that. Um, but my diet is really good, and I exercise a lot. And I have never seen a nutritionist um, in America, and in the United States nutritionists usually oftentimes work in hospitals or offices and although you I suppose you could hire a nutritionist, it would be relatively relatively unusual to um uh, to do so. So no. I've never seen a nutritionist. And I probably never will. Because I always lead a healthy life. But my diet is also healthy and very organic. But I digress. If you go into someone's house, don't start criticizing anybody about their diet or their food choices. You can eat whatever you want. I don't care. So I hope that kind of clears that up. And while we're on the topic of diet, there is no food that will cure blindness, okay? Some people think, and blind children think, when you're only four and five years old, that if you eat carrots, you will um, have better eyesight, and that carrots are good for your eyes. Well, they, they might be. They might be healthy. But eating a certain food will not cure your blindness, Okay. The second issue that was not in the video but an issue that I will always be an issue that I will always be offended by and I will tell you exactly why is when people ask me a version of one of these questions. Aaron, what is your job? Aaron, who do you work for? Aaron, what do you do? I'm offended by that. I personally find that offensive to my sensibility, all of those questions, and I will tell you why. In America, it is incredibly difficult for blind people to find meaningful employment. And so, there is, in my opinion, there is severe discrimination against blind people, even in the United States. So, I find that blind people need to Focus on their job and keep their job to themselves and not give out that information. Um, You probably have different opinions. Um, If we had listeners from Germany, they would certainly agree that someone's job is their own business. And you do not talk about that in Germany. Um, And I, in the United States, generally do not tell people what I do. And so if someone asks me what I do, I find it offensive because they are basically getting into my business of my personal life and potentially trying to take my job from me. And I don't appreciate that. So I would say, for the most part, simply do not ask a blind person those questions. What What do you do? Um, what is your job? Who do you work for? those all three of those questions I will not like um, I tend to give a very vague answer a very general answer um, and then usually the person ends up getting frustrated so if you want to know what a blind person does, you could ask a more diplomatic way of asking it would be tell me tell me about yourself or how do you spend your time or uh, what have you been doing lately and let the blind person kind of, decide for themselves how much of the story they want to give out as they go along okay the second the i guess now i'm trying to think um about all of the points and this is this isn't this third one that i'm going to give you is a point from the video and this is oh you know what let me let me actually let me let me digress again let me go back Another another point that I want to talk about that is grossly offensive to me, and this this has made me incredibly angry on several occasions in the past, and I will tell you why. Oftentimes, when sighted people are meeting blind people for the first time, they usually are nervous. By the way, I, I think it is important to say that when sighted people meet blind people for the first time, I, I do understand that that can be very intimidating and very uncomfortable. But you still should, at very least, listen to this podcast or watch the video and learn that there are still some things that are just not good. Not good things to say to to blind people when you meet them. Um, And the second one is very serious, and it kind of goes along with the job issue. Which is, Aaron... Sighted so people phrase it in a lot of different ways But the way it's phrased to me is Aaron I want you to meet my, bl- my blind friend uh, Tony I want you to meet my blind friend um, Richard Aaron do you know Richard? He's blind Aaron um, Richard has a job in company X Do you want to go work with Richard? And this is Offensive for two different reasons Number one it's offensive because I don't I don't know all the blind people in the world. Actually, I don't know most. Of, I don't know most of the sighted people in the world. Actually, come on, come on. I don't actually. I don't know all the sighted people in the world. And actually, I don't know many people personally on a personal level. <clears throat> Here is why this is a grossly inappropriate comment to make to a blind person. Do you know? Do you know Richard? My friend is blind, do you know him? Here's the problem that I've seen. This is used, or in my case... Now, I don't know about how the YouTuber felt about it or how it was used against her. But in my case, it was used against me to try to get me to accept um, unethical work or unethical jobs. So usually what people do when they say, do you know this person? Is they try to lure you into working in an inappropriate environment. Um, it's happened to me on purpose once, and the other time it happened it was just kind of an accident of simple, simply innocent ignorance. Um, it happened to me once when I was applying for a company a long time ago, uh, do you know this person, they happen to be blind, they'll help you. Um, no, I don't know them, and no, I'm not going to be friends with them on Facebook. So, and the, the other the other time it happened um, it was dealing with someone from Eastern Europe and they 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 simply were just ignorant and simply were a- actually are a very a very sweet and very kind person so it's really not her fault if if she hears this podcast um, but it was still inappropriate and the um, yeah just don't just don't ever say that do you know this blind person now if you happen to be working in a in a company and there happens to be another blind person in the company and you you know your company hires more blind people and then eventually they all meet each other in the company then that's fine but initially um, that again that's a quen- that question do you know Richard he's blind or are you friends with this other blind person that is also incredibly offensive to my sensibility and um, I would respond by saying no But I would be offended. So I'm using this podcast to educate you so that, you know, in the future, when you think of these certain types of questions that might just innocently pop into your mind, you might want to think, well, here's why I know that I shouldn't ask that. And I hope that this podcast kind of clears it up. The another issue, another incredibly offensive issue. And this one gets very serious very quickly. Is the issue of... um, Aaron... And here's the way it's phrased. Can I pray for you? Okay. This is offensive on so many levels. For one thing... I do not need prayers. Because we in the blindness community feel that there is actually nothing wrong with being blind, because there is not. So, if you have to say, can I pray for you? You are, in fact, implying that something is indeed wrong with the blind person. I have only experienced this, and I'm I'm making a generalization in my podcast, because I do want a certain percentage of listeners or a certain group of listeners to key in on this because it is because it is important to remember that certain groups of people tend to ask certain questions based on their perception based on their perception of God which is fine i have seen this a lot this question a lot can i pray for you tends to come from people from eastern cultures And especially it also tends to come from people from India who are very, very, very great and wonderful and kind and sweet people. And you mean well. And we know you mean well. But asking to pray for us is not appropriate by by American standards. I've seen it a lot, a lot with people from India tend to believe this. And I don't want to dig into all of the reasons why Indian people tend to say that more than others, but I think it's partially true, or I think it could be true. But either way, how about just don't, just don't say that? Because we as blind people do find it, usually we find it offensive. Now, let me give you an, an, an example of when you can pray for a blind person. If, you're, if your blind friend has, is old... And they have just been diagnosed with stage 4 cancer. And your blind friend asks you. Please pray for me. Then you can certainly pray for them. Because at that point. Something truly is wrong with them. If they have cancer. And they truly do need. A prayer. But outside of that. Do not ask the question. Can I pray for you? Unless. The blind person has a serious sickness. Or unless they ask you to pray for them. Then you can pray for them. But do not ever 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 ask it. um, In person. Or do not initiate. That question. Basically I would say for any reason. Third. Third issue. That is. And and this this next one is not necessarily this other issue is not necessarily offensive. But it's just it just makes you sound kind of ignorant. The statement is usually phrased and I, I I say by the way, a lot of these statements can be phrased in a lot of different ways around the world. But they all can be equally offensive and equally inappropriate. So the phrase that is oftentimes said is, have you thought about a doctor? Have you had surgery? Have you thought about fixing, have you thought about fixing your eyes? Now, if, the, the reality of it is this, although ophthalmology is incredibly advanced today, For the most part, we are not able to restore someone's vision. We are able to help the person maintain the vision. We're able to do transplants. We're able to do a lot of amazing things that help blind people to have much healthier eyes to begin with and do, in some regards, provide them with some usable vision. However, to my knowledge, we have never actually cured someone's blindness, for example, or we've never fixed it. Now, there are a couple exceptions to this. Um, one man did have his vision restored, and I, I do know who he is, and that's kind of beside the point. But for sake of argument, for the most part, it would be um, very, it would be very, very difficult or almost impossible to have your vision restored or this notion of fixing it again kind of goes along with the issue of praying because if nothing philosophically is wrong then why do we want to fix it you know um, there's a saying or a funny thing that people say sometimes if it's not uh, the quote is from some famous actor or comedian if it's not broke don't fix it and that's kind of the idea that a lot of blind people have about their blindness as a whole. So, when I tell students about my blindness and if they if they ask me questions about surgery or about the surgeries that I've had and I've spoken to many doctors. And if they ask me questions about the surgery, I'm actually not offended. I actually appreciate educating people about um, my limited knowledge of ophthalmology and, and in regards to Specifically My eyes which are very different So I'll tell you um, I was First of all I I was born with a syndrome or a condition Called uh, Peter's Anomaly This is a famous one It might now be known as Kabuki's Syndrome Actually But Peter's Anomaly So there's something wrong with my eyes When I was a baby I had cataracts in my eyes I also have a glaucoma Which is very common and I've had seven corneal transplants. Not my vision is okay today. I have some usable vision. It's hard for me to tell you what I can and cannot see. But either way, I have a lot of usable vision today. And I'm very, very grateful for that. So, you know, if a student comes to me and clearly expresses a medical interest... In a respectful way Then I certainly tell them So this point that was made on the YouTuber's channel in, in, in the video about the surgery issue Yeah Probably not a good idea to ask it though Because it does relate to people's personal health So just don't Just don't ask it don't, don't ask it in general But if the blind person like me Seems clearly comfortable talking about it Then it kind of is okay to ask So that one's a little tricky You kind of have to judge it you know? <clears throat> okay. The next store. I don't really know if this is the last thing. I'm walking around the neighborhood. Nani's having a, a neighborhood walk today, so I'm kind of thinking as we just stroll, stroll along here, the next one that was mentioned in the video... Which is just a a rude... Just a snide and rude remark to make to anyone, blind or not... Is, you're lucky your parents kept you. This would be highly offensive to most people. Um, And it's offensive to me for a very different reason. It's offensive to me because actually my brother um, is adopted... So as it relates to adoption, it's very sensitive. It's a very offensive thing to say because people who were adopted or are adopted know that at some point in their life they were given up and that actually immensely affects their psyche, and it does. Um, it's interesting. There was a study that was done... Um, I mean, this really gets us off track, but there was a study that was done where a group of people were... Um, separated from, or there was a group of people in an orphanage. And their whole lives they knew that they had been given up. And they always had a feeling that something wasn't right. So they've done a lot of research about it. And they figured out that actually a baby does understand when they're being given up. So speaking of babies, we have a, we have a baby deer in our neighborhood. We have several baby deer. I was looking over my shoulder there to see if I could see one. But yeah, people who were given up know that they were given up, even if you never tell them that they were. So the issue of being kept by a parent is just don't say it. Um, and unfortunately, in certain countries around the world, again, in the East, in China and India and countries like that, and really in a lot of countries, blind babies are given up to for adoption or to orphanages simply usually because the society that they are living in does not tolerate disability. Or the parents feel too much shame and pressure from society. Or, and this is the one I hope, or perhaps the parents hope that their child, their blind baby, will be adopted by an American family and will have a better life anyway. I think all of those are true. So just don't say... Your, don't don't just don't mention this. Just don't say your parent you were lucky that they kept you. It's just it's just kind of a weird thing to say. I don't. It, no one has actually said it to me personally. I don't think. Um, but apparently someone said it to the YouTuber, or else she wouldn't have had to say it in her video. <clears throat> so. I think that about sums it up today for a very serious podcast of really a lot of interesting issues. And by the way, I'm sure and I hope that I will get comments on this podcast. So leave me a voice message. Or if you see this podcast flowing through your feed on Facebook, wherever, whichever page you're on on Facebook, just comment below. Um, and I will certainly get back to you with my, my direct opinion about why about why you agreed with me or why you disagreed with me. Anyway, so are there any listeners from Florida... Um, or that Southeast, the Carolinas or Georgia. That's what I want to know. Um, I see that a good portion of you... I see that a good portion of you are from the United States. The other two countries that are coming up, where I know we have a lot of listeners to Aaron show, are Canada and Great, Brit- Great Britain. So I want to know, how are you... How are you faring, um during this, during this storm. Okay? And I certainly hope, I certainly hope that you are staying indoors. If you've moved to a safer location, that's great. But I hope you stay inside and keep, and keep safe. Giving you some scenery, some basically some audio art or some listening material here in the neighborhood. Alright, well, we're almost home, Nani So, again, um, today we talked about a lot of serious stuff Um, I I hope it didn't bother you And I hope it helped to make things a little bit clearer for you If you meet a blind person So now you know, you know If you're learning something from this podcast You can say, well, it was kind of frustrating for me to listen to Aaron's show today But I'm kind of glad I know that now And that's what I hope this podcast did today Okay, so this was Aaron's show, the podcast for blind persons where we talk about issues in the blindness community with our families, our co-workers, our friends and educational issues and things like that. Okay, um, as I said before, because I sometimes forget to mention, if you are new here um, and you do not want to listen on Anchor, um, do not fear. We are broadcasting for you on Spotify, Google Podcasts and Radio Public. Okay, so... Um, until next time, um, have a very good day, and stay uh, stay safe, and I'm sure um, you can tune in tomorrow for probably another another episode. Okay, so have a good day, everybody, and as we say, have a good day today, yeah, and have a good day today, and a great day tomorrow. Goodbye. VIP parking, VIP casino access, and more. Book now at livecasino.com or call 443-445-2929. At Arundel Mills, must be 21. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgambling.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER. With Metro and the best deal in wireless, you can rule your day. Get two lines with 5G access included for just $35 a month per line period with taxes and regulatory fees included every month. All on America's largest 5G network at no extra charge. Metro by T-Mobile, empowering you to rule your day. Requires auto pay. First month is $40 per line for 2 lines. 5G access requires capable device. Coverage not available in some areas. See metrobytmobile.com or store for details.